0: podcast at Dawn's house because what the world needs most right now is a podcast about the Babysitter's Club. I'm Esther.
1: I'm Karen. And I'm Eva.
0: And today we're talking about Babysitter's Club book number 23, Dawn on the Coast. Eva, I think you're the only one who read this before. Is that yeah, right?
2: yeah. So I had absolutely no recollection of having read this book until I got to the point in chapter one or two where they start uh, where there's chaos in the Thomas's house. And I'm like, this seems vaguely familiar, but there's an awful lot of people in the Thomas Brewer household. It could be reminding me of other books. And then they get into an in-depth discussion about having broccoli on pizza. And I'm like, oh no, I've definitely read this book before.
3: <laughs> um,
2: so I think maybe I didn't have my own copy of it. I may have um, read a copy in someone else's house or something. But yeah, I've definitely read it before. And the more I read, the more familiar it all was. Um Mm. and yeah so that was kind of nice um I thought the whole book was kind of nice actually
1: yeah it was yeah it was really very pleasant to read
2: <laughs> yes
0: it's like the plot it's one of those one sentence plot books mm-hmm. like don goes on holiday to california has a nice time
1: she has some kind of life decisions to make yeah but apart from that yeah the uh <laughs> what was your line if it's like it's like fanfic it's about emotions not events <laughs> yeah
2: yeah there, there is a plot but it's emotions not events like like, yeah. like fanfic plots tend to be I mean yeah. a lot less there was only one bed but you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I don't I don't know why I didn't read this because I read the preceding book and the following book a whole bunch of times in fact I think the following book was actually sort of falling apart <laughs> so I don't know why I never encountered this book before, but it was totally alien to me. And it was full of a load of details that I'm pretty sure I would have remembered. Like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: there's quite a lot of like memorable little details. Yeah. I think,
1: um, uh, so it, it actually starts with the author would like to thank Jan Carr for her help in writing this book. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have a ghostwriter. Yeah, either a ghostwriter or somebody who really helped out a lot. And I feel like... I looked it oh, oh, really? on the
0: wiki, actually, and she oh. is, she's doesn't she didn't do a lot of them Mm -hmm. she did like this and one other main series book Mm -hmm. and i think four of the little sister books and that was all okay uh but yes this is the first the first ghost written one
1: um and it's well well done jan we love it yeah yeah. it, it was a really good idea for her to like to get help with this yeah. one I think because it it <laughs> yeah. feels like it was written at much more of a relaxed pace it's actually got yeah. jokes in it yeah which I haven't yes. realized I've been missing from some of the previous one but it's it's quite funny it's got loads of details it's got um just a lot of stuff that had been sort of trimmed down in the last few books where she's just clearly like oh god I've got six yeah. more deadlines
3: you know in eight yeah, weeks I-
2: yeah, no, I think I, I I think this sounds like yes, she got the help she needs to get the books written properly, which is mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now it might also have been that this was so plot light. Um, even if she'd been writing it on her own, it's pretty much it's it's all just you know there's Dawn's emotional thing of mm-hmm. oh no, I like California so much. Do I want to stay here? Like that's mm-hmm. it. That's the plot. Um, <laughs>
3: if but... you remember,
1: um, Stacy's sort of whole thing about her equivalent book where she's leaving stony brook is really mm-hmm. like it feels a lot more bare <laughs> it's basically like all you know there some sadness and a yard sale <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> yeah this is just lots of like done having emotions and thinking and enjoying the sunshine and it's just a very mellow book
1: and it, it's very um,
2: californian it's yes, very california
1: it is. casual uh and it's so um <laughs> the are just a vivid description of an airplane flight yes oh, oh yes. god i love that so
2: much <laughs> i was reading the entire description of the flight though and i was kind of going who is this far like, <laughs> i don't think this appealed to me as a as a 12 year old This, I, miss... I it's for the people of 2021 I mean, who I'm... desperately
0: miss going on planes <laughs> it is like just the most lavish wish fulfillment
2: oh my god I want to go on a plane (laughs) like oh wow you get all the little
1: bits you know toothpicks and stuff it's amazing Um, yes and sometimes they get your dinners like selection wrong um yes (laughs) uh, I think I would have no I think I enjoyed that as a like as a kid who traveled a lot and really enjoyed traveling I think I actually um would have been like oh yeah Going on planes is fun. When are I going to play next? Like yeah, we would be packed for holidays like six weeks in advance because we were just
2: excited. <laughs> oh, we did not go on many trips abroad. Um. So yeah, no, that's fair. Probably would. I, when I read this, had I been, yes, I had been on a holiday to Australia when I, basically when I was almost three, my parents brought me to Australia because at that stage they were like, well, this is a once in a lifetime trip. Mm-hmm. uh to see uh like we've loads of relatives there because we're irish and we don't stay in this country mm-hmm. um and i had to australia to see like my new little cousin and various relatives we had who lived there it was a great aunt who was an aunt. there was another <sighs> set of cousins and anyway brilliant there for six weeks really great holiday but that was then i didn't get back on a plane we didn't go on a foreign holiday again i think we were recovering financially we didn't go on a foreign <laughs> holiday again not actually but you know also kind of yeah uh we didn't go on a holiday again until i was 11. we went on mm-hmm. a package holiday to spain this is partially because my parents thought that the idea of going to a ho- on on holiday to like a hotel or a resort or something in another country on an airplane with small children was the worst thing they'd ever heard of so you know i'm
1: i am a pretty seasoned traveler and i did a lot of traveling as a child which i could not contemplate doing now with my own children and every now and again my mom will be like oh yeah i guess so when when they moved to australia right my sister was three months old and I was three and my dad had gone on ahead to do house sorting out stuff. And my mom went solo with a three-year-old and a three-month-old. And so like your parents at least had both of you, (laughs) like, or they were both present when they took you. And
2: was your brother born at that stage? You wouldn't have been. Oh no, it was just me. Just you. Okay. I I was a very quiet, well-behaved, almost three-year-old who was out on nappies. That's great. Like, but... So yeah. But even
1: but it's more, it's like 24 plus hours oh, from yeah, it to It's the longest journey you can do. Yeah, it
2: is. I And and we would not have been in seats with leg like room. Uh, we would not <laughs> yeah. have been. Yeah. I don't know, but no. they did it and Qantas lost their luggage. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Which appears to be what Qantas do. Uh, we went back to Australia when I was 16 and Qantas lost our luggage.
0: <laughs> All right. Shall we summarize this book? We
2: should, yeah. We probably should, yeah.
0: So uh, the book starts with Don packing yes packing and having one of those reveries where she tells us her life story and what the babysitter's club is and who's in the babysitter's club although it's actually shorter than usual we get yes less babysitter's
1: club info dumping and slightly less like ridiculous like she's she's packing and she's doing stuff and she's thinking about it all at the same time it's not that she's like sitting at the at the breakfast table like with somebody trying to hand the milk to her
0: you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes and she's zoning out and telling you about marianne's dad used to be real strict but now she can wear jeans and
2: stuff. <laughs> yes exactly
0: so yeah Donna's is getting ready to go to california to visit her dad and jeff and she's uh saying her goodbyes to her mom uh she's mentally rolling her eyes at how disorganized her mom is and to be honest being a bit harsh on her she mm-hmm. complains that her mom comes in from work and leaves her shoes in the living room her purse on the couch and her keys on the kitchen table and dawn's like that's my mom all right i love her but she is a little on the disorganized side all of those are perfectly legitimate places to leave those items
3: yeah
2: like genuinely
0: don't see the issue
2: the only reason i don't do that is well shoes whatever you'll find them again is that if i don't leave my purse and my keys on the table in the hall i will never find them again
0: well that is clearly the case with dawn's mom as well
1: that's
2: true but
0: like leaving your bag on the couch and your keys on the table is that's fine pretty normal
2: normal people do that yeah yeah
1: i have a one thing i did notice about that specifically is that dawn is upstairs um and it says uh i heard my mother leave the shoes and the uh, yeah. purse and the thing and it was like dawn has dawn has hearing that's so good it's basically echolocation right like i know she's organized but she's also apparently a bat <laughs> i mean i know, I think it's more like probably the implications she knows her mother she has the vague idea of what it sounds like when somebody puts a handbag down on the couch although from upstairs even so and at the end of this scene when she's up her mother has come up to talk to her and she's talking away and Dawn like recites all the places where her stuff is and her mom's like, Oh, what would I do without you? Um (laughs) yeah, you annoying little scot. Like (laughs) I would have found them later.
2: (laughs) It's canon. Dawn's a bad person. My theory is that Dawn's mom is yeeting these things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) she takes off her shoes and just hurls them across the living room just
2: fling like kicks them off her feet like and they clatter onto the floor her handbag prop actually her handbag probably does weigh four tons
3: yes she's just she she
2: probably has everything in it because she never clears it out so that sounds like (laughs) a a fucking sack of concrete being thrown onto the couch and the keys yeah you'll hear keys going onto the table because keys are noisy
1: I was also picturing um the other possibility being that their couch is one of those plastic covered ones,,
2: ah. <laughs> and she just
1: put down the like faux leather handbag and it went you know it made, it made like a squirk noise. <laughs> it's totally a California casual guys, <laughs> uh but yeah, so that was my quibble with the scene.
0: <laughs> I like it, so um. Yeah, they're hanging out. They're having fun. They're eating health food together. They're going to a restaurant where they can have a wonderful tofu dinner and some avocados. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don's (laughs) mom is jealous of the good avocados in California. They're having a great time. And Don is saying, it's so nice that I live here with you. Imagine if we'd all split up and I didn't live here with you. That'd be crazy.
1: (laughs) The restaurant is called Cabbages and Kings, by the way, which I, I fully support as the name of a vegetarian restaurant. Um, yeah, chosen by Anna cute. Martin. <laughs> yeah, she's yes. just adorable. Well,
2: do, I mean, do you think it's a like normal level of like kind of grown-up personality, social awareness for a 12-year-old or 13-year-old to say of the trip man? He's a conservative type, tortoise shell glasses, you know what I mean? <laughs> Cuz I was just like I'm pretty sure when I read this I was like, no, I do not. <laughs> I think what she means is
0: he's a fucking dork <laughs> but Anna Martin won't let her say that so this is how she he used... is
1: insufficiently funky <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean I don't think I ever applied the term even mentally applied the adjective conservative to anyone until I was in my 20s like no it's so yeah weird. I
0: think this is Anna Martin trying to express that like he's he's a real square daddy
1: he's a but, stick up his butt is what's going on. Yeah. i mean he is terrible and she has totally established that he's like yeah yeah, he really yeah. Is he's awful. crap
0: we don't like the man <laughs> no we don't
1: I, but, I thought they were gonna say oh he's a real conservative type he definitely voted for reagan <laughs> yeah and Adults i man well, wouldn't be dating someone who voted for reagan well yeah both I of those not. things are should be canon like <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: I think we can assume that. I mean, he wears alligator shirts and plays golf, probably. So he probably did vote for Reagan. I mean, don't like, you know,
2: the East Coast liberal elite also dress like that and play golf. That's true. There you go. I
0: think Anna Martin just doesn't know how a kid would say someone's a fucking loser. Yeah, that's fair. He's a fucking loser.
1: I mean, we have had instances in previous books, especially with Christy, where it really sounds like she's she's learned a new word and she's going to use it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think we could we could assume the same thing is yeah happening with Dawn. Yeah, maybe. <laughs>
2: this book doesn't do the thing that annoys me in all the other books where they say where they specifically spell out what a word means. <laughs> I've used it.
1: True. And some of the shade is really concealed. <laughs> like yeah. Like I noticed it as an adult rereading it in detail. <laughs> but um yeah. Yeah, we will come to come to that stuff later. Um but uh yes, uh, I I I I do like the um, uh, Alice in Wonderland references with the um, cabbages and kings. Cabbages and
2: kings. I (laughs) mean, I'm assuming it's like a vegetarian restaurant. It's a really good name for a vegetarian restaurant. (laughs) It
1: is. It is. Insofar as it's good to reference cabbage, (laughs) which is a pretty unappealing vegetable, even if I presume they know how to cook it properly. But yeah. I like cabbage. I like it as well. But you don't want it to be the the primary focus of any meal.
0: No, particularly not when you're paying a lot of money for.
1: You don't want to walk into the restaurant and be like, Cabbage. <laughs> yeah, you make an excellent point. Yeah. So, yeah, the spell of cabbage and people playing a really disreputable drinking game. <laughs> like, <laughs> cabbage is the cakes, yeah. It's just not going to be a good night.
2: No. Now speaking of good nights, the next chapter is the slumber party. Woo, yes. slumber party.
0: Don goes to Christy's house, uh, where it's very chaotic. Uh, all the step siblings are there, all the kids are there, all the pets are there. Uh, Karen's freaking out about Ben Brewer. Um, David Michael is shouting, "No horseplay on the stairs!" <laughs>
1: uh-huh. very sensible.
0: Yes, David
2: Michael is a sensible young man. It's also
1: the rule in my house.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a very sensible rule. Uh-huh, I mean, because, in my house oh when my I was gosh. a kid, it was more often phrased as if you do that again and fall, I'm not bringing you to Temple Street. But yeah. <laughs> I think in my house it was
0: phrased as get off the stairs you'll break your bollocks, which is a gender neutral threatener. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like it. You are the bollocks in question. You're a little bollocks. Get off the stairs.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so, Christy is marching everybody around and, you know, being a drill sergeant. Uh, they go in and sit in her room and Christy literally picks up her clipboard and announces the meeting will now come to order.
1: <laughs> and they're like, it's a party, not a meeting.
0: Get over yourself. Uh, Christy is Christy is going full Christy. Uh, Dawn wants to order broccoli pizza.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone else orders nice pizza. Dawn has broccoli pizza it's fine uh <laughs> yeah. sam thomas is a prankster
1: he no he he uh, is established as a prankster oh he was doing
0: crank calls before wasn't he mm-hmm. um yeah. he
1: is also the she is he is christy's connection in the fight against um
0: oh,
3: of betsy Sovak. Yes. He, pr-
1: he provides all the the extra gear that's required so yeah I, I think he's um i think this ghostwriter is pretty solidly up on her you know her lore her lore she's read up to the point that this book starts which is um more than certain do
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes uh so sam puts rubber snakes on their pizza
1: oh, just for the record i like broccoli on a pizza too.
0: oh okay well
1: but not you're snakes. wrong but
0: but fair enough <laughs> sorry rubber worms <laughs> anyway they'll have fun it's agreeable it feels like family is what Don says uh, she's establishing what a great life she has in Connecticut. Nothing could ever make her want to leave this lovely life she has in Connecticut. And
2: <laughs> it does such a good job that I honestly think, maybe I did have this book. Because I think this chapter was like my mental template for the ideal sleepover. Aww. Yeah, I <laughs> think like, yeah, there was pizza, there was junk food. Everyone had their sleeping bags on the floor. Like, it just... <laughs> worked really well i was just like yeah that's what it, that's what happens they watched the scary movie yeah
1: it's very cozy it is christy has been down to blockbuster or equivalent and has that's got the sure. spookiest movie she can find which is called fright night at spook lake which sounds <laughs> adorable <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and karen brewer sat through the whole thing
0: it sounds very goosebumpsy
1: yeah it sounds extremely like (laughs) i guess all the saw trilogy was unavailable like (laughs) i bet it's (laughs) 12s yeah yeah or it is a extremely lame um video store it doesn't have like
0: (laughs) also possible i bet karen brewer was less scared of the movie than marianne
2: <laughs> yeah fair. Yeah, that's probably true. that is probably true
0: also because she lives with a millionaire christy has a vcr in her bedroom now
1: but they have three toaster ovens so presumably they <laughs> just have a whole bunch of extra appliances That like that's true watson just stockpiled all this stuff before he got remarried and had a whole bunch of people move into his house like
3: yeah
2: one day i might have a second family <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> need a lot of household appliances yeah quite possibly like i'll get a new vcr or one that also plays laser discs, and Ooh. then he was like, "Oh, I'll just keep the old one. Some of might come one. in handy." Oh,
3: yeah, that makes it?
2: sense. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I got a I got a television for my bedroom because I did well on my junior cert, Ooh, which means I so had cool. it just in time for TV three to become a thing, and Buffy huh. was played on TV three. My uh. life priorities were extremely clear. Also, it could only get the Irish channels. Um, <laughs> of course. And then that Christmas, I got a VCR nice. so that I could rewatch my recorded episodes of the X-Files without driving everyone else in my family insane. <laughs> so from that moment on, at nine o'clock on a Sunday night, I would record the X-Files, omitting the ads, very, you know, technical, very precise. And then as <laughs> soon as the episode, while well, watching it, obviously, as soon as the episode w- was over, I would take the tape out, would go into my bedroom, grab the cordless phone, put that tape into my video, call my friend Ashling, and we wish she would do the same. Are we ready? Hit play. Play. And we would watch the episode together and analyze it.
0: <laughs> That's
1: so cute.
2: Uh, just, you know, important traditions.
1: <laughs> Kids these days will never know the... Although they'll probably do something fairly similar to that.
2: I mean, there are like online shared streaming services where you can do that a lot more easily and not have to time pressing play so well.
1: <laughs> That's true. And yeah, God, what if you forgot to like to to play again after the ads and you just like lost fifteen minutes of the end I, of the episode? I don't
2: think you understand quite how important this was to me. That didn't happen. <laughs> My God. That did not happen. We were on holiday somewhere.
1: Um, possibly Portugal in the year that the final episode of Voyager came out oh. um and uh I had kind of given up but my folks were still watching they wanted to they wanted to watch the end of it. so my aunt and uncle um agreed to vote fo- uh, to um, copy it like to record it for them while they were away and uh, they're getting through this to the the very end of the seven seasons where they they have been it's basically lost in space right um they've just they found a wormhole they're coming home they're getting through the wormhole they burst through there's a borg cube following them and then it cuts out and it goes into big brother <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if they know whatever what happened to like the poor <laughs> crew of the starship voyager if they ever go home <laughs> Oh my god! I think somebody had come in and been like, "Ah, it's finished. Switch it
2: off." Oh, <laughs> oh my no. god! Oh my god! No, I, I, I did not miss recording the X Files. <laughs> no, I. No, <though> okay. <laughs>
3: that would not have happened.
2: This was I. I at, at that time, it was probably the most important thing in my life. So Aww. yeah. I mean, the most important thing in my life was the hope that I would one day see Mulder and Scully kiss. <laughs> but in service of this, <laughs> recording oh. every episode of the X-Files was, like, again, I kept all the tapes. Yeah.
1: The movie must have made you really mad. <laughs> made me really mad. I wasn't that invested. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: I went around chanting, screw the future, fight the bee. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got to bee. <laughs>
2: Oh. It just wasn't the
1: same many years later. We're like, oh, they're married. Cool.
2: Yeah, I know. I didn't care anymore by the time it happened. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. You missed your fucking chance, the X-Files. Yeah. Your chance was in 1998 when I cared. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that, like, I shrieked in the cinema at that kiss and failure to, a kiss and failure to. Like, I can't imagine I didn't, I would not have been able to restrain myself. Yeah. Okay, yes,
1: back to the actual media that we're reviewing.
0: Dawn is uh, going to... She's going to the airport. She's getting ready. The house is chaotic. There's no milk, so she has to eat a bowl of dry granola, which is fairly grim. <laughs> I'm very stressed out by uh, Dawn's mom's approach to getting to the airport, <laughs> uh, which is that you only need to get there five minutes before your flight time because otherwise you just have to sit around. And, like, I know that I know that it like flying was a lot simpler in those days and there wasn't errors of queuing at various checkpoints and whatnot, but it's still very
2: stressful. I did comment it as it as just wait for nine eleven. I think yeah. it was um <laughs> interior flights in the States were yeah, pretty chill about that. International flights you still would have to, you know.
0: Yeah. But yeah, this is just some kind of lawless anarchy
1: thing. There like There's a Tumblr post that shows up every now and again which would be like, um <laughs> you're t- Uh, whereas like uh my dad be like okay well the flight is leaving at 6 p.m so we should get there for uh four in the morning
3: (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs) yeah like that's a more normal thing that's my dad that's what my parents are like I I try to find a happy medium between sitting in an airport for three fucking hours and
1: (laughs) this I don't recall the time and I admittedly never did domestic flights in the states until I was like way way older um but like we were always I remember an awful lot of like okay, we've got three hours to wait. What'll we do? Um, Yeah, me too. In retrospect, I always thought it was quite fun, but my parents probably did not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I loved the airport as a kid because mostly we went there to pick people up. But I definitely, I think probably from that Australia holiday when I was tiny, Mm -hmm. I was just like, yeah, when you're going somewhere on a plane, there's an awful lot of waiting for hours and hours and hours in an airport Mm -hmm. while your dad's (laughs) narky. Because he gets stressed about being on time for things. I I just have so many happy memories of going to um well
1: Kai Tak Airport in Hong Kong, which is now closed down due to it being the world's most dangerous airport to fly into or out of. Yeah. If you're if you're into this kind of thing, go and look up approach to Kai Tak Airport. There are um videos of it in on YouTube of like as a friend of ours from Hong Kong once said, oh yeah, it used to be you'd look out the window and you'd look into some guy's apartment and he'd be sitting there eating noodles. <laughs> uh, which is literally what it was like um yeah it, you were just coming right in over the the roofs of the um of the the apartment buildings and eventually they were like this is extremely dangerous and did the sums half a million people would die if there was a major collision in like the center of the most built-up district in hong kong which right next to the airport so we're gonna move you out to an island and that'll be cool um but you know it's it was the end of an era Fair, <laughs> a very dangerous era. <laughs> yeah, some eras are bad. <laughs> it was kind of cool. Just thankfully, that never actually happened. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I've I've reminisced quite a lot now. We haven't even got done to the plane. Jesus, sorry. <laughs> All right,
0: she goes in. She they check her suitcase. She picks her seat, and she goes straight to the gate. There, there's no security or anything. It's fucking lawless anarchy time. Mm-hmm. Madness. Um, then she gets on the plane and she starts crying.
2: Oh, and her but mom goes dis- with her to the gate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Someone who isn't getting on the plane is just at the gate. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Dawn is distracted from her
0: emotions by the absolutely terrifying stewardess <laughs> yes. uh, who she says looks like a Kewpie doll, but like Kewpie dolls are distinctly less
2: unsettling than this woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think it's like a weird sort of adult... Like, like I think I envision this as, like, a terrible attempt at, like, a sexy Cupid doll. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to read Don's description. Um, the stewardess was a real strange one. First of all, she looked strange. Something about her hair or her makeup. Her cheeks had a cakey look, and when she'd put on her lipstick, she'd drawn it above the natural line of her lips. Also, she painted on her eyelashes. Dark little lines painted on her eyelids. The whole effect was pretty weird. Even when you get a makeover at the Washington Mall, you don't come out looking that strange. Who the hell draws on their eyelashes? Yeah, that's I-
2: not a thing. Well, I, I, I really, I didn't have time to like try and find like makeup historian to try to find out if that was ever a thing. It feels '80s though.
1: I, I can't think of an example, but I think that that is a especially the. Um, the lipstick outside the lines of your actual oh, that which, shows, yeah. the
0: lipstick yes but drawing little lines on your eyelids to look like eyelashes is i
1: that's not a thing i know that um some airlines back in the day and possibly still now do have makeup requirements for their staff and uh, i have I've weight requirements too which yeah. is mm-hmm. for the female staff which is fucking Both ridiculous <laughs> um,
0: but is drawing on your eyelashes part of that
1: uh Probably not. But if it was like, oh, you have to reapply your makeup at X, Y, and Z hours, uh, which is...
2: It's still probably easier to just put mascara on. Maybe she's really bad at it.
1: (laughs) Okay. Sorry. I say maybe.
2: (laughs) I mean, I just Googled like eyelashes drawn on eyelids, makeup, and Mm. everything I'm getting is like an art tutorial.
1: (laughs) So it's... (laughs) Perfect winged eyeliner from 2021 does not resemble this description from 1989. No. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, this woman is just deeply, deeply weird and troubling. Yeah. So Don is at least distracted by her, and then the, the stewardess has eyes only for the hot man sitting next to <laughs> Don, and she keeps like forgetting to give Don a drink and a snack and stuff. Um the hot man kindly comes to Don's rescue and gets her drinks and stuff mm-hmm. um and gives her recommendations for broadway
2: musicals for some reason he's in he's an actor or something so yeah he no he's a
1: producer i think yeah that's it um i think that all of it feels like a composite of things that have happened to the author of the book <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it just feels very specific maybe it's not um or like i don't know wish fulfillment with the hot guy anyway Um, (laughs) yeah but uh yeah can i just say though um the bit where dawn is like on the plane and she's she's just arrived and she's upset thinking about the trip and everything um and she she's like oh my mom won't have remembered where she parked the car and she's like telepathically trying to tell her she's like rossi it's Rosie. i was like okay that's really sad (laughs) it is it's like oh no if only your cell phone existed (laughs) it's yes it's 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 very illustrative of the kind of like relationship as well yeah they have? yeah um, and it does tie in with what we have seen before where dawn picks up a lot of slack for her mom yes but yeah no i was i felt bad for her so yes it's just as well that um like evil Cupid is doing the rounds <laughs> yeah, and...
0: there to distract it. Mm-hmm. oh my god i'm so angry at evil Cupid though because dawn has pre-booked a vegetarian yeah meal, oh my god and evil Cupid has given it away to someone else mm-hmm. and is like no i don't have any more so
1: here's a regular meal yeah And just, and doesn't, and she says, oh, there's no apology or anything. Yeah. Wow. Fuck that bitch. Like, you just, you can't be doing that. I
0: (laughs) know. Oh, you can't. No. Yeah, she literally says, I did have a meal
2: for you, but I gave it away.
1: Oh, yeah. I gave it away to some other guy because he asked for it. Like, fuck you, you vegetarian. (laughs) I think
2: Cupy, Kewpie, uh, Kewpie flight attendant is just particularly atrocious at her job. Mm. yes and probably isn't gonna have it for too long no. <laughs> maybe like, not realistically she does not have the right attitude oh
0: yeah then dawn asks if she can have some um real milk to put in her tea instead of coffee creamer and the stewardess like disappears for 15 minutes and then comes back with coffee creamer and dawn's like oh fuck this. <laughs> yeah but finally, she gets to California. Yeah, the description of the plane landing—uh, like the wheels hit the runway. I felt the power of the plane pulling me back, and there I was. It's like, oh, I felt that. I felt that deep in my soul. I miss, I miss planes. Oh, I
2: want to go to another country.
0: I want to go on a plane. I like the big bang when they hit the runway. Yeah. and you think you might die, and then you don't die. Yeah, I miss it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Esther. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I always think I might die a couple of times on a plane, but that's just yeah. part of the experience. Me, that's Me too.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that is the funniest. And I sorry, that is very Esther. <laughs> I thought I would die. And I'm so nostalgic for that experience. What? Like,
2: yeah. I'm not scared of dying. Like, I'm not like scared of it. It's just like, mm. you should be like, well, I mean, you know, statistically this could happen. Yeah. I... Like if anything goes wrong right now, it's going to be real bad because we're high. Yeah. <laughs> You know,
0: I think I might die, but it's not enough to put me off the overall experience of flying. Okay, you know,
2: it's just—it's <laughs> just part of it. It's not the best part of it, but you know, overall. Sometimes it adds a frisson of excitement. Exactly.
1: For me, I'm always like, it's taking off that I don't like because you're committing to going up and being in the air for a long time, <laughs> and that feels more dangerous. Whereas I presume that landing is about as dangerous, but I'm like, oh, I'm so much closer to the ground though, anyway. <laughs> like it doesn't <laughs> um and then it's over and then you just have to like fight people to be able to get the stuff out of the overhead locker <laughs> uh yes yeah, um, yeah. Which is oh a, especially competitive sport on a ryanair oh god yeah.
2: <laughs> i want to fight someone over the overhead locker space i mean to be fair i don't i just resolve it by like packing light so usually i'm only going somewhere for one maybe two nights so i just shove shit into a backpack and tuck it under my seat oh god yeah and that means i can get off the plane real quick too
1: the best way to win the overhead locker fight is not to play i absolutely agree with (laughs) you um but sometimes you have to
2: oh yeah and the other reason that i know i'd read this was because um i don't know is it in this chapter here where she mentions the name of the airport yeah that's it we're preparing to land at the john wayne orange county airport he said and then in parentheses that's really what the airport's called honest (laughs) I had never forgotten that (laughs) when that TV show The O.C. came out that was the second time I'd heard of Orange County because the first time was this book telling me about John Wayne, Orange County Airport. I swear that's actually what it's called.
1: (laughs) The committee couldn't decide what to call the airport. So they called it both things. And
2: I actually thought that the Orange County was meant to be as hilarious as the John Wayne. Like it was all a joke. (laughs) But apparently it was just, you know, cowboy actor name is a weird thing to have on an airport. The county is really called Orange for some reason. I
0: guess they grow a lot of oranges there.
2: That's what
1: I assumed. It's yeah. imaginative, though. <laughs> the TV show uh, was did
2: not clarify why they called it that. You expected that it would, but didn't. I didn't see any oranges growing on that television show at all.
0: Yes, it should have been a hard-hitting documentary about labour practices in the orange growing
2: industry. <laughs> I mean, I probably would have enjoyed it, a it more. Disappointment, <laughs> but the target audience overall may not have. No, probably not.
0: <laughs> probably wouldn't have gone for as many seasons as it did.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I watched oh, yeah. one, but yeah.
0: I don't think I ever saw a whole episode of it, which was quite an achievement in the early noughties. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was hard to avoid. Yeah. So Dawn gets to her dad's house. Everything is lovely. The sun is shining. The house is clean. Mm. Breakfast is being cooked. All the components of breakfast are there because her dad has hired a housekeeper uh, to do all the cooking and cleaning because heaven forbid this guy just do his own cooking and cleaning you
2: know i'm kind of thinking that maybe maybe if they'd hired a housekeeper it would have saved their fucking marriage yeah
1: you do have to wonder yeah Yeah. um the line that i have written here is now that mrs bruin was taking care of it the place was bright and sparkling like burn okay um (laughs) i mean like great (laughs) but (laughs) Uh, clearly, if you can afford it on one salary, you probably could afford but it with like two.
2: Yeah, yeah. So now I kind of like for all that Dawn's dad seems lovely in this book, I'm kind of sitting there thinking, what was going on? Did he just insist that his wife, who is sort of does not have a personality suited to neat housekeeping, do the housekeeping?
1: And did Dawn really internalize that?
2: Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I should have just hired the housekeeper. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: But yes, Missus Brune has made fresh melon slices, cheese and egg puffs, freshly squeezed orange juice, and something called wheat crisps.
2: I don't know what a cheese and egg puff is either.
0: No, me neither. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can kind of picture what it probably looks like. I'm guessing if,
2: it's yes. some kind of like omelette-y
1: thing, yeah. like a or a jambon, but without the ham.
2: Yeah. They're an exclusively Irish invention, apparently. Yes,
1: that's what I... Well, we should describe them then, probably.
2: we we'll just take puff pastry and put cheese and ham in it.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, in a, well, it's in a kind of a
1: special little square thing. They're they're pretty good. You take a square of puff pastry, you put cheese and ham
2: in it, and you fold the four corners in <laughs> over the top. It's Look, we don't have much cuisine, okay? We have chicken fillet rolls. We have spice bags. We have jam buns.
1: We have jam we buns. We've only really caught up to this whole pastry thing. Uh, In the last few years. Yeah, and they're sold
2: at convenience store deli counters. So, you know, you know they're gourmet.
1: We're super, we're super into
2: it. Well, I was researching jambons. um, Mm I don't know why. I just was. I think I want to know if they were really exclusive to Ireland because they just don't seem like they ought to be there. No. Like, like it's it's ham and cheese and pastry um Mm -hmm. and yeah they are and like there were all these blogs from americans and stuff being like i was in ireland and they've got this great food and all these convenience stores (laughs) let me give you my recipe for how to make your own jambon (laughs) the
1: italians and the french are just sitting back going aha we have more than one food
2: (laughs) that's nice good good for you
1: enjoy yourselves
2: (laughs) (laughs) this is our thing like we know you do just it's fine (laughs) I've decided to look up Wheat Crisps. It did suggest that I look up um, Wheat Crisper, but I uh, don't really want to do genetics on the wheat. And <laughs> I think they're crackers.
1: Are they homemade crackers? I thought that it was some kind of like cereal.
2: Wheat Crisps, something. lightly salted garden herb. No, they appear to be like Wheat Crisps from the Bermudez Biscuit Company. I, I know Dawn
1: is into health food, but crackers are not something to get excited about. Okay, and the melon, yeah. Okay, okay Yeah, I, melon, I think melon, it's and and more like this, Like
2: for. someone else has made a fresh breakfast for her full of things she likes. Yeah. yeah. And the cheese and egg puffs, you know. I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't think the wheat crisps were meant to be the highlight of it.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not exciting. We do get more Disney product placement.
2: Really? Um,
3: <laughs> we
0: get an extensive discussion of that they should go to Disneyland, because as Dawn says, even when they've been there a lot, Disneyland is always a treat. Mm-hmm. Um, a detailed discussion of all of the exciting different attractions and zones there, and which ones they should go to. Uh, in conclusion, Disneyland.
2: Yeah, Disneyland. I, I skimmed this, and I'm pretty sure when I was a kid, I skimmed this too. Um, well,
0: yes, it's all deeply meaningless if you know you're never going to go to Disneyland. It's like, yeah,
2: pretty much. I'm kind of here for it.
1: Because um. At this point in time, I kind of like the idea of going to Disneyland, but also even if there weren't a pandemic, I would be like, so much hassle. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently they've really high-teched it all up. So you get a bracelet now and you get summoned instead of queuing, which is oh, kind of cool. That's cool. Although it gives you more time to spend money
2: in the shops. Uh, i <laughs> damn right. Um I actually kind of admire now as an adult Dawn's dad's approach to this mm-hmm. of like absolute ruthless pruning of what's going (laughs) to happen on here because he knows it actually reminds me of my dad doing grocery shopping
1: (laughs) oh fair enough
2: we're out of that supermarket in 15 minutes we will have everything on this list (laughs) wow they go to disneyland
0: it's great disneyland is amazing there are
1: many and varied attractions and and jeff
2: jeff keeps taking pictures of dawn i think i thought that was really good this is where he starts doing that it was adorable
0: Yeah, she's like, it it lets me know just how much he really likes me. He took two whole rolls of film
1: of me that day, which is very sweet. He's spending a lot of time kind of getting up on her grill as well, which is probably like, oh, my God, you're here. I have no idea how to deal with these emotions about having my sister back. So I'm just going to annoy you as much as I can. Also, click.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's sweet. Considering how, like, cranky and mean he was for the last, like, 10 books, it's quite nice to see him actually in a good mood and, like, being fun and you can actually see why she enjoys being with him and stuff yeah Yeah. um like he's quite different in this and that's very sweet Mm -hmm. uh the food is great in Disneyland they have Cajun seasoned trout and spinach quiche uh everything is delicious everyone is happy when you go to Disneyland
1: (laughs) I mean yeah (laughs) I do not recall Disney (laughs) Euro Disney food being that great Perhaps it's not a uh, representative um,
2: I'm example. Pretty, I don't know. I I may be like biased because I was like sixteen. I went to your your Disney on a school tour. Yeah, like us too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's that school tour groups don't go to the good restaurants. <laughs> that's also
3: probably true. Yeah, that's
1: probably true. As well.
2: We we get chips in the cheapest places we can find. <laughs> On our school tours with our school tour money. I think I just recall being
1: like, Oh my god, I paid so much money for this pizza.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: kind of. I remember
2: that. Yeah. But I, I th- I'm pretty I think from reading about Disneyland, the various ones, I believe there are grades of various grades of restaurant there. Yeah. It just yeah, that we, sounds right. we didn't go That's to the nice ones because we were no. sixteen. Yeah.
0: But Don's family goes to the nice ones and they have mm. the best time ever.
1: I mean Literally, yeah. somebody used the phrase Disneyland Daddy. I think it might have been It was Stacey. Dawn
2: about her dad in an early talking about how visiting him isn't yeah. right. the same. As... Yeah. So She's
1: this friends. is not her first visit. No. It's funny because it doesn't sort of emphasize that. Like, no, it, it really feels like this actually is her first visit.
2: Yeah, but you're right. It's yeah, she and Jeff both went because um, mm. were, they were talking about the plane and Jeff saving all of the
0: and stuff the in the, and the sick bag,
2: bag.
1: and jeff yeah. coming back and being in really bad form because yeah. he was yeah the yeah. two of
2: them went out together and came back and yeah, yeah. and that was when jeff started being basically mm-hmm. jeff had the same journey that dawn did and this book came to the other conclusion yeah yeah yeah, yeah that was and actually... was less good at working out what he was feeling because he's like 10 mm-hmm. yeah
3: yeah
0: um so yeah then dawn uh goes to hang out with her california friends there's mm-hmm. like sunny and maggie and some third girl jill, jill or something
1: Jill. one of them is a bloom actually i spotted yeah, that Did you just... yes yeah <laughs> is that a judy <laughs>
3: reference there? you
1: could, you could <laughs> almost you could get judy bloom if you smash the names together there. <laughs> yes yes
3: <laughs>
0: Because ex- it's spelt like Judy Bloom as well.
1: Yeah, it's exactly the same. Uh, but she's like, I, "Who are these girls? I don't know them."
0: Yeah, they're like people she kind of knew from school. But uh, Sonny is her best friend, mm-hmm. and they've set up a knockoff babysitters club.
1: I know. I was like, "They're going to get a cease and desist from Christie." <laughs> yes. I know.
2: I was actually, I, I was like, "Yeah, there should be more drama about this." <laughs> they, they, they stole
1: the kid kits. I think, um, I think Dawn is is wise to just not mention it. Yeah. <laughs> like that there yeah. is a knockoff babysitter never guild,
0: tell christy
1: unsanctioned operating
0: on
2: the west coast oh yeah it was like <laughs> have you got a license for that franchise i don't think so <laughs>
0: exactly we demand royalties so yes mm-hmm. it's called the we Heart kids club Sonny has been running it for six months and not telling dawn because she wanted to surprise her mm-hmm. um they have kid kits they also teach the kids how to cook health foods <laughs> because it's <laughs> california <laughs>
1: come on is that real like no I don't think it is but Anna Martin does so there we go (laughs) okay sorry sorry I I have to stop like exclaiming at this but it's just like my my cultural touchstone for California right is um apart from this it's crazy ex-girlfriend and I'm going like yeah okay so I can believe that they're into health foods or that they were for a brief period in time, but then they got really into bubble tea and now that's the thing that they're they're into. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: um, yeah.
1: It's not ongoing. Uh, neither of these is... I'm sorry. I know nothing about California.
2: <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that it's just that at the time these books were written, health foods were the hipster thing. I guess. Mm. Maybe I bet, yeah. they'd
0: be teaching the kids to make their own bubble tea. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. poke bowls. <laughs>
2: Pokeballs, yeah.
0: So the, the We Heart Kids Club is extremely chill compared to the Babysitter's Club. Mm. They don't have officers or, with specific roles. Uh, there are no ringdings or ho-hos or ding-dongs or like, twinkies <laughs> or anything else. They eat apple slices and natural peanut butter. Uh, <sighs> and nobody says that the meeting will come to order. They just hang around and chit-chat and paint their nails in ways that Christy would not ever allow in a million years
1: we don't have officers everyone just does what they do (laughs) it's like anarchy
2: i would rather join that club yeah (laughs) i don't know it feels very um like
1: it feels almost seditious i guess (laughs) (laughs) we're so used to the way christy does it um and i guess it's like it's not that sonny is deliberately trying to like lure Dawn over to the dark side because she's just she's heard Dawn's version of it and is like okay cool I'll do one of those and she doesn't know what the (laughs) day-to-day Yeah But Dawn feels like she's she feels like she's fled North Korea right? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yes (laughs) basically because Sunny hasn't read chapters one and two of any Babysitter's Club book
1: Yeah That's true Yeah she's only going by Dawn's description So she doesn't know the minutiae
0: They don't even have a notebook they just chat about what happened on their jobs. Dawn is like, oh my God, we could just talk
1: like this. <laughs> Though I think something that she does make clear is that um, the We Love Kids Club doesn't have nearly as much work. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And the Babysitter's Club is going flat out for the whole half hour that yeah. each meeting lasts. Yeah. Um, so the notebook makes sense in that context that you yeah. actually don't. That's Sorry, strange. I know I'm definitely
2: the apologist for this. No, uh, no, I was, I was thinking the exact <laughs> same thing is that the, well, I was about to make that Point mm-hmm. for the notebook so yeah no it's fine yeah like if they could have
1: if you could stretch the the like the meeting out to an hour and have people be like okay give me a quick report on what happened in your <laughs> yes. club job that would yeah also make sense but
3: yeah but
0: yes the we of kids club does not have an impressive turnover mm-hmm. and this is a major point against them. I think it's basically why Dawn goes back to Connecticut
2: at the end.
1: <laughs> not not <enough> babysitting.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, no, she's kind of like, uh I mean, they're pretty children, but they're, they, yeah, they basically, they've no, they've no one with drive in the club. Yeah, they don't yeah. have that killer instinct. <laughs> they handed out a few flyers They went, okay, this will do us. They chug yeah. along doing what they do. Whereas like, crazy would have been like, we could have more business than this.
1: Yeah. dings are for closers, so Let's basically.
0: on
2: to the next neighborhood, whatever.
1: This is why Connecticut is such an economic powerhouse and California <laughs> is just totally lagging behind in <laughs> the <tenacious>. backwater. <laughs> All of California. Oh my god, I totally know what I'm talking about. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. I think we've made that clear. We really know what we're talking about. Meanwhile, back in Connecticut, babysitting is happening. Woo! <laughs> Marianne and Claudia are minding the Newtons and the Perkinses and then Newton's cousins the Feldmans Yeah yeah
2: we've met them before Have we where did we meet them Yeah I I just remember the 10-year-old misogynist I don't remember that at all and I was like oh god
1: we've another misogynist boy um yes. but it feels like the ghostwriter was like yeah I've noticed that I'm going to just mix that up a little bit I'm going to
2: call Would him you- on this yeah. The text is going to explicitly call him on this. Yeah. Um, which I and, liked. yes yeah, are I here liked for it. Too. Um, I can't remember which book it was, but they were visiting the Newtons, uh, one of the other books for sure. Yeah,
0: we have seen them. Maybe when it Lucy's christening or Might something. have been Lucy's christening, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's real early
2: on then.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I, I like um, all the parents were going out together and decided to get two babysitters for their three families. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you fucking cheapskates, My but... Safer, yeah. They, they are, I suppose, four kids per babysitter is the same average that you get with, like, the Pikes. So maybe, yeah. but even so, I'm like, you
2: could have paid for a third babysitter if you're going to have three. And the Pikes youngest is five. There's two babies and a couple of uh, toddlers here. Yeah. yeah, they are, they are skimping.
0: They are cutting corners.
2: There's two infants, a two and a half year old and, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, they're definitely not going out to dinner and a concert, right? They're definitely going to like one of the suburban key parties. One hundred percent.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, they probably just booked a hotel room for just them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: sweet. I hope. Or it's going to be real crowded.
2: Oh yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I'm a like, you know, I'm not sure how exactly it's going to break down in terms of them splitting up and whatever. Actually, no, no, that's <laughs> not what's happening because the Feldmans. Are the Newton's cousins?
0: Oh, wait. No, you're right. No.
2: That only implies one blood relationship. Yeah, I know. But would you go to an orgy that your sibling was
1: at? I wouldn't do that anyway. So I don't know, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Like. Okay.
2: Sorry, I'm not judging anybody, okay? I have heard of siblings who were both active in the kink scene who have had to, oh my God, no, I'm leaving this party right now. On occasion. Yeah,
0: you'd have to.
2: I guess you'd make arrangements for that, right? Said siblings then started to make arrangements. I believe they maybe had not realised. Okay. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: Although that is a great comedy setup though
2: yes I mean that's
0: hilarious
1: in the I mean it would not I, be hilarious if it happened to
0: you
2: I but... don't think I could actually stand to watch a comedy with that setup because it's the <laughs> absolute mortification and cringe factor but yeah
1: <laughs> well if you're yeah. writing the kind of comedy where you don't want to have to follow through on the fact that everyone's at an orgy it's a good escape clause right oh it is
2: actually <laughs> like oh <True>. fuck <laughs> i name to that person goodbye <laughs> yeah okay I
0: take it back they're all going for a very chaste night of dinner and a concert it's going to be very wholesome yes it's fine this is
1: fine oh maybe one of the siblings is being dispatched to actually go and see the concert for
2: deniability Ooh, that works cool then the rest of them back. can go and get it on oh, i love yes. it perfect, yes. perfect.
0: <laughs> they're just taking notes and <laughs> like they have to tell everyone what the
2: encore was yeah. and <laughs> the support act did they was, do did they do like... their big one the famous one yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly
1: sitters are like <laughs> Great. You're home. Pay us. We want
2: to to leave. (laughs) Pay us. That was a lot of children. Yeah. But I have to tell you, they kept playing their
0: new material. We just wanted them to play the hits, to be honest. All six of us were saying,
1: play the hits. Play the hits. (laughs) Do you ever think the parents in this town protest too much? (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So the babysitters anyway have seriously low expectations. For what's the elder boy called? Rob. 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 Yeah. Um, who is who is the uh, designated misogynist in this particular group?
0: And he watches TV, so you know he's a bad one. Yeah, he's a, he's a bad
1: one. So they're like Marianne at one point volunteers to get the two oldest girls to serve dinner. Who um, oh, was Mariah and someone else? And like, yes, Mariah is extremely reliable, but the oldest boy is like. There's a ten year old watching. Didn't even. So and I think I think that's done as well to also to like sort of highlight this whole situation because yeah. the um <laughs> the fact that there's two babies and they're kind of having a little bit of um just babies gonna baby trouble with them
2: yeah. um, and, and also just the little kids being little kids and mm-hmm. you know yeah
0: yeah the toddlers are kind of grumping at each other and yeah it's making it difficult to look after the babies as well
1: and the oldest boy turns out to be surprisingly useful Yes. Which nobody was expecting. I was like, "Oh God, it's this again." I'm so bored with this trope. Um, so yes, I was pleased to see this. Actually, yeah, yeah, because babies. Of babies
2: in space.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which is which, adorable.
2: Which is actually a thing on the Linguathesiasm podcast. What? Well, that was about language. It was a, like a, a, a throwaway joke oh. they made about language acquisition. <laughs> and now they have merch with babies in space on it. And That's someone drew of cool. cute babies with space helmets and spacesuits.
0: <laughs> Apparently Rob is into a sci-fi book called Babies in Space about scientists who send babies in a rocket to another planet. Uh, and they have to know everything about babies that they can. So the book is full of like fun facts about child development.
1: Which so... he then just casually implements. Yes. So he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to sit here and, like, feed the baby and also chat to you about, like, yes, about how... Developmental
0: stages. I do love that his, his sentence, little babies can't coordinate their hands with their eyes. It's like, <laughs> I know what you're going for, but that really sounds like a
1: style criticism. It does, doesn't it? Also, I'm like, are you... So maybe you started with sci-fi, but you've also been reading What to Expect the first year, right? Because, like, some of this <laughs> stuff is... And he, he sort of casually informs Marianne that um, babies get immunities from their mothers while they're nursing, and I'm yeah. like, "That is not apropos of anything." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know.
1: He's just—he's just a little lactivist.
2: He's, he's I just it was kind of adorable, and also. It is, yeah. but not one baby has been
1: breastfed in Stony Brook in the whole time we've been reading these books. Like, it's never mentioned, so.
0: No, and also these babies are clearly, like, onto solids anyway, so. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah. He's just, he's just sharing his facts. He share he's just sharing his facts knowledge. Yeah, I mean, brutal. I bet he knows how to draw a diagram of a digestive system and what soy formula is. <laughs> and
2: what age babies cut their front teeth and the difference between creeping and crawling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, did we just remember all the questions?
0: Yes, 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 we did. Well, there was tourniquets. There was... Oh, yeah, tourniquets.
2: Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? The um, Oh, about babies, yeah, no one's breastfed in Snowy Brook. I bet probably it's like they breastfeed for six weeks and then they stop. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Or they they never breastfeed when the babysitter is there because, because it let would let make them uncomfortable. Yeah.
2: yeah. There's a
1: lot of bottles mentioned, um, but then it could be just that she doesn't raise it because she thinks breastfeeding is maybe a little bit out there from for... Like, Although yeah. she has a 10-year-old boy mention it, and that's
2: apparently... <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, although he
0: calls it nursing. He doesn't nursing. use the word breast. Yes,
2: there is no mention of actual anatomy there. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: They nurse from an unspecified body part. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: But I'm
3: anyway, sorry. yeah,
0: it's, it's refreshing. Rob is yeah. not the cookie-cutter Anna Martin tiny misogynist.
2: Um, oh no. Thank goodness. That we think he's going to be. But also, why did they just leave him sitting on the couch? <laughs>
3: when yeah, they were
1: i love the implication that for a particular point in time it was totally culturally acceptable for 10 year old boys to be baby experts
3: based on <laughs> yes. this
1: particular fad that was going on like yeah. i i i I very thoroughly support that like yeah. i want that to be canon yeah <laughs> I, no, fair be thing like. I
2: think someone needs to write
1: that book totally yes babies in space <laughs> aimed at 10 year old lads So, I don't know, um, uh, my note on this was like, so either the ghostwriter had her own views on the misogyny or or she thinks that the girls are enabling the crap dudes being crap by not expecting better of them, which is like, it's, oh, like it's interesting.
0: They kind of do enable it. They're just sort of like, okay, you're going to sit there and be an asshole. That's fine. Carry on. But like, yeah,
1: there's a few places where sort of like makes sense that they don't call people on their bad behavior like like christy not um talking about the bart's team being terrible and like ableist and abusive or um like there's at least one other example of yeah so like dawn not complaining to the airline about the fact that she was like that her food was given away which could be a really big deal in other circumstances um like all this stuff where you're like you're a
2: teenager and you don't know that you should
1: raise this stuff.
2: Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I think specifically with the m- misogynistic boys thing, I genuinely just think it's a sexism thing of, well, that's what boys are like. Mm. Yeah. But it's good that there is
1: an alternative way for yes. boys to be, And at no point does he actually behave in a way that implies he hates girls in this particular... Yeah, yeah. they
2: remember yeah. him being like that, but he... he I mean, he does not behave in a way that implies that he's happy that the babysitters are there. Yeah. But, but he
0: may have just grown out of his general bullshit.
2: And
1: nobody has kind of noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> they've made preparations for dealing with his, like, being a... He, they, they said, oh, we'll take him to the park. He can go on the swings. He can even hate girls if he wants. It won't mind her at the park. And they're like, oh no, it's raining. Like, yeah. They've, yeah. they've prepared for it. So yeah, I don't know.
0: But yeah, it's delightfully subverted. And yeah, I was happy I was, with I, that. I hope we yeah. see more of that. We then get just an absolutely delightful chapter where Dawn goes to the beach and yeah. it's warm and it's sunny and they sit in the sun <sighs> and they can swim and it's a bit cold, but then they warm up again in the sunshine. And for context, it's the first week of February and we're all... <laughs> We've all Anarchy. just been cold for so long, and this is this was just such a lovely chapter to read. Oh my
3: gosh!
1: <laughs> yeah, um, the it is mentioned that they are all so it's Jeff and his friend. Yeah, all the babysitters and Don's dad. They've all gone to the beach together, and um, on the way there, someone's like, "Ha, we're all blonde."
0: Um, yes, Don's dad is like, yeah, we look like the Swedish delegation to the blonde convention.
1: Yeah. It's like, that is, that is legit hilarious. Yes. (laughs)
2: Better than making an Aryan joke. Yeah. Christ. Like.
0: Yeah. It it really feels like it skirts around an Aryan joke, doesn't it? I mean. Like a blonde convention sounds like another word for a Nazi rally.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Either that or something to do with Playboy. But nobody actually says that. So no. that's
1: good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The whole notion of having a blonde convention is actually very suspect. I just thought the line on its own was, was the like, the line on its own
0: is funny, but it also made me go.
1: <laughs> I can see why they were like, Nope. Dawn is going to be Hispanic.
2: And that will be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I, like, honestly, the books make such a big deal of her being blonde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we occasionally get a little pedestrian. Chrissy has brown hair. But, yeah. like, yeah, there's a lot of fawning over the blonde. Like, even Stacy being blonde, there was a lot made of. It's like, stop fawning over blondes. Yeah. Stop better. Mm, Say yeah. the three brunettes on the podcast. <laughs> okay, not that we're salty or anything. <laughs> and stop presenting glasses wearing as a bad thing. Also. It's fine.
1: <laughs> she says, putting reading contacts in. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, Ridic- i would imagine Anne just forgot she had said they were for reading or else doesn't know how glasses work yeah well she's, she's wearing, wearing glasses,
1: glasses so. yeah she wears
2: glasses right now i suppose she did she glasses. at the time and did she know how read yeah i don't know i think yeah. she did at the time yeah. Yeah, anyway we need better. to
1: assemble a long list of questions we
2: have
1: <laughs> yes. for Anna Martin, and then like i mean she's on facebook i think what we no. need to do at this stage to be quite honest is no. tell no. her to come to dublin Yeah, take her out for a big meal and a very large number of drinks.
3: Yes, and be like, okay,
1: look, we need to, we have, we have some questions for you to hash some things out. And the first one is going to be reading contacts. Reading (laughs) contacts. Be like,
2: what book series was it even in? I don't remember. And the second one is going to be like, all right, but seriously, how gay for Ashley was Claudia meant to be? (laughs) Because the red is very gay for Ashley. Yes. (laughs) Oh. I mean, that's
1: probably the answer to <laughs> Maybe. Maybe yeah. not. That's what do we wanna know? Wow.
0: So anyway, Dawn has like a heart to heart with her dad and she talks about like how they are in Connecticut and the house with the spooky secret passageway and Nikki Pike liking to hide out in the secret passageway and Dawn admits that she's like a little bit lonely there. Um and she's enjoying like having like Jeff and friends, and everybody around. Uh, then they go home. Mrs. Brune makes them uh, a delicious lunch with avocados and shrimp and sprouts and unusual potato salad with parsley and herbs, which really doesn't sound that unusual. But... I was going
2: to say, that doesn't seem wild for potato salad. Yeah, that seems
0: quite acceptable.
1: <laughs> Maybe they don't have <laughs> herbs in Connecticut.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Connecticut hadn't invented herbs yet. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. It's too cold there. You can't grow herbs.
1: i'm sorry connecticut we know we know this is not true
0: just to be clear about that so yeah then dawn does some babysitting for the we love kids club uh with her old neighbors the Austins, whose Mm -hmm. kids are called clover and daffodil because the parents (laughs) are hippies and that gives us our bad baby names of the week Mm -hmm. i mean clover is fine clover is a acceptable name i guess Mm -hmm. but daffodil is just a bit much clover kind of sounds like the name
2: for a cow, though.
0: Well, a little bit, yes. Clover was one of the sisters in what Katie did, though, so it's kind of categorised yeah. in my head as a cromulent name, but like Daffodil,
1: no. Daffodil. Just no. Is the older child. Yeah. And like, look, the second child is the one, especially if you have a second one of the same gender and you weren't expecting that. They <laughs> get the dud name, okay? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I do know that you have two children of the same gender and, yeah. um, uh-huh. and we have okay. a perfectly good girl's name that is never going to get you, <laughs> as, as I know no no but, but we did we did wind up with kind of a few choices that like we were like that's good these will maybe work um and we went with one that people are like oh that's so cool I don't know anybody of that name who's under 60 <laughs> yeah <laughs> that kind of works though I, mean, I, I love it. I actually think it works really well. I like it, but yeah. it was—it was not. We hadn't really planned for a second boy. We were like, "What? Okay, cool."
0: <laughs> I love it. All right, we're an hour and a half in. And we're like okay. halfway through. Oh this my book. god!
1: We're sorry, this.
2: Sorry, we need to get on.
1: I'm delighted to discover from the description of Dawn taking her babysitting charges to the fair mm-hmm. that hot dogs do exist in California.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, we have confirmation. <laughs>
1: Uh, not that any of our listeners bothered, you know, telling us about this. Actually, well, I think I think they I, maybe did. <laughs> I think
0: they possibly did. And I think they knew that, you know, we were going to keep reading and we'd eventually get to this book and we'd get the the closure we needed on this issue. <laughs> this was also the point when i really started rolling my eyes at dawn she's complaining that the fairground serves hot dogs and cotton candy which is not her idea of a healthy treat
1: i mean it's it's like, come on look
0: i like healthy food too but like that's not what you go to a fairground for it's like just get over yourself Sister,
1: yeah. i know you like healthy food but you don't sneer when somebody offers you a cake no, like, I fucking dive
0: vomit. <laughs>
2: yes, you
1: also like unhealthy food like a normal person. Yes, <laughs> yes, like, you you like a mixture of foods is what I'm saying. I'm not like, Esther likes cake. Like, that's not a... <laughs> that would be the oh, a very hypocritical attitude.
0: I do like cake. I'm fondly thinking about the half a slice of cake that's waiting for me in the kitchen after we finish this. Nice. You My also life. make
1: I, extremely good cake, which I've benefited from many a time, so... It's also
0: a good cake, yeah. and I, I am canonically co- quite fond of cake, but, like... I also enjoy an avocado. It's not my whole personality.
1: Dawn yeah. would come to your house and cake shame. Yes. Yes. yes She'd she be would. like, Is that is that like is that a Terry's chocolate orange? Really? <laughs> yeah. As though you came to someone's house and found like a copy of The Secret. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, oh. sorry. I was gonna I was going
0: to say meth as an example of a shameful thing, but you're right. The secret is much worse.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say heroin, um, but you surpassed us both. Addiction could happen to anyone,
0: but like, there's no excuse for being a basic bitch in your reading choices.
2: I, I know,
1: right? Like, <laughs> I, I was like, I suppose the obvious, uh, you know, example here is going to be like drugs, but I don't want to be that person. <laughs> well done. You, you weren't. We weren't. Yeah. You were. so, so fuck you if you're a...
2: Is Dawn Dawn the sort of person who, when she has kids of her own, is going to...
0: They're not allowed to have E-numbers because she doesn't know what E-numbers are.
2: Yeah, it's going to be like these kids I used to babysit who (laughs) went to some other child's birthday party and weren't allowed to have fizzy drinks.
0: Definitely, 100%. Oh,
1: our kids don't eat sugar. I'm doing a Maude Flanders impression specifically. Yes. (laughs) Sorry.
2: (laughs) Like, they had to drink water... At this other child's birthday party. I remember they were telling me, or yeah, my mm-hmm. mind was just blown by this because we almost never had fizzy drink in the house. Mm-hmm. Probably because, like, we'd drink it. Um, and. Uh, that is traditional. But we, we were allowed to have it at other people's houses and special occasions and things. Yeah, yeah,
0: Dawn would be that parent who sends her kid to a birthday party with, like, some fruit wrapped up in tin foil.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. She'd be
0: Stacey's mom, basically, only without the diabetic justification for Yeah.
2: It. I mean, you know, that's yeah. that's reasonable. Stacey could die. But yeah. yeah. No, this, yeah, there's, there's a lot of parents
1: on the parents group I'm in that would be like, oh my God, I love this picture of a cake that's actually just a whole bunch of fruit mashed together. <laughs> oh, I you know, it upsets me so much when my kids go to birthday parties and like they're exposed to things like Rice Krispie buns and yeah it's it i feel like it's a lot more it has shifted a lot away from that Mm -hmm. and more towards the so how much gin are you guys drinking at the end of each day of homeschooling cool yeah (laughs) which i just i feel more at home with (laughs) especially since they turfed out all the (laughs) anti-maxers about two Mm, years ago, which was just a yeah
2: it was a good moment it's it's one of those things that people like you know can be super judgy about but like john is gonna be the fucking worst yeah <laughs> and i mean hopefully she'll she'll change she's I, only 13 i, she'll, she'll I chill mean out. yeah
0: she might but, grow out of this mm-hmm.
1: but yeah
0: she she grudgingly lets clover get some cotton candy and then she and daffodil go to town on some fruit juice and vegetable fritters
1: vegetable fritters. and in fairness i would probably buy the vegetable fritters because fr- like fried vegetables can be extremely delicious like, but like you also many... have some treats first though oh yeah yeah
2: many healthy yeah. foods can be made even can be made extremely delicious by frying yes
1: yeah and they're not that healthy anymore once they've been fried done that's i don't know if true. you've noticed
2: like <laughs> yeah you're still mostly eating batter
1: delicious batter
2: yeah but this uh, yeah actually yeah that's a very like that's a very modern thing of like fats are fine sugars are bad
1: <laughs> yeah It's like, oh, what are those? They're vegetable fritters. Are those chips? No, they're vegetable fritters.
2: (laughs) That's true, actually. (laughs) Potatoes (laughs) are
1: a vegetable.
2: Yeah, they are. That's amazing.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. And then Dawn is weirdly judgy because Daffodil, the other kid, has this, like, personal odyssey to win the ring toss game at the fair. Mm -hmm. And she finally wins it. And she wins, like, a choice of stuffed toy. So she picks a bright pink elephant. And Dawn is like, oh, it certainly is pink. And then her mother, when they get home, is like, wow, it sure is pink. Um, and I don't understand why Dawn is now judging bright colors as well for not being, like, earthy enough or whatever. I'm sorry this wasn't dyed with woad and like, <laughs> onion it, skins uh, or whatever.
1: We did get a detailed description of the mother. the mother's kind of approach to... The house um and so she's a weaver and she does seem to dye her own um kind of fibers, fibers. Yeah. and it is definitely on the red to brown
3: <laughs> spectrum yes. of
1: colors yes. uh, and dawn is 100% here for it and maybe maybe daffodil just wants a barbie pink elephant uh, yeah that's kind yeah. yeah. of
2: yeah. the impression like that. <laughs>
1: um yeah i hadn't actually noticed quite how like <laughs> yeah the, the extent to which there are tensions going on in this household between the extremely like uh natural fibrous parents and the, the 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 babysitter and the kid oh it's it's all yeah very the, complex. The children
0: are Gen Xers and they just want to be mainstream basically
1: <laughs> Yeah no mom I do want a Bradstall
3: <laughs>
1: you don't know my
2: life
0: Oh, Exactly. Those kids, you know, they have never been bought a toy that wasn't made of wood.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they Probably definitely not.
0: only have, like, Waldorf toys at home.
1: <laughs> I had to earn it at the fairground.
0: <laughs> no wonder she was so determined. This is the only way she's ever going to get a toy made of polyester. This is the only way she's
2: ever touched an artificial fiber. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. But yeah, Dawn's like, I had a feeling her mother wasn't going to be using that shade of pink in any of her weaving anytime soon
1: you know Get maybe yourself, she should people. fucking try like yeah. you know hot pink can be really effective with a mix of other stuff like I'm not saying you should carpet your whole house in it but like
2: but, <laughs> but you if know. you want to then you do you it's your house
1: yes. yeah that's true actually yeah. live
2: mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot
0: of notions here honestly <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yes California apparently is just like this I yeah.
3: don't know
0: <laughs> this is just what people are like your neighbours will be professional art weavers that's just the kind of job people have in California
1: this feels like I'm still thinking about crazy ex-girlfriend and (laughs) like if Rebecca moved to California with the notion that she was going to become a weaver this is what it would be like (laughs) you know
0: yeah I think um Dawn is living the California life that Rebecca hoped she would get and that didn't get because West Covina really is two hours from the beach (laughs) yeah four hours with traffic (laughs) oh man so yeah we then get a chapter of Jessie babysitting karen and david michael and karen christy is trying to micromanage on her way out the door she's like mm-hmm. the pets have been fed and the plants have been watered and her mom's <laughs> like let's get out of here christy
1: her mom's line i i recorded it because i thought it was so funny yes where um uh christy is briefing jesse and christy's mom kind of leans over her shoulder and adds and the lawn has been mowed the house has been painted the telephone bill has been paid (laughs) (laughs) yes
2: i love that. christy's mom is extremely familiar with christy's bullshit
1: yes exactly and i was so picturing alicia silverstone oh god yes
2: (laughs) do you know what that's probably the first line christy's mom has had that sounds like netflix show Mm -hmm. christy or christy's mom Mm yeah yeah It's just, yeah,
1: uh, it's just generally... This book is just funnier. Yeah. Um, But also, it kind of puts the... Why the fuck are people giving out the pediatrician's name (laughs) into context? Like, maybe Christy has been like demanding this a bit where she calls me back and says yeah you, we can come over um uh, at like thursday at three o'clock and also we need these details from you please fill out the form in triplicate yeah before we can babysit for you yeah. <laughs> and they're like well i've really got to go to this key party so you
2: know yeah i mean when i babysat like i had the only number i need well the only two numbers i needed mm-hmm. 999 which i never had to ring mm-hmm. and my mammy <laughs> Because I could ring and be like, "Ma'am, this has happened. What do mm-hmm. I do?" And she would tell me. I also generally had some sort of number for another adult neighbour nearby if my parents weren't in, mm. and that was all I needed.
0: Fine, you don't need the paediatrician. Just
2: <laughs> need an adult to be yeah. like, "Yeah, it's okay. This is what you do." But I, I like the, the
1: the mother acknowledging that. Yeah. We don't you don't need to worry about this because you're going home in three hours. (laughs) Yeah. It's fine. You do not you have not just bought the house, you're just minding the kids in it. I know.
0: So we we mainly we get some foreshadowing in this chapter. Um so Karen Brewer is being gaslit by Sam and Charlie, (laughs) who have been like booby trapping the third floor and leaving notes from the ghost of old Ben Brewer and stuff, which is a thing that will turn up later in later books uh faking a haunting is, I, is a thing in these books. I think it's
1: something that sort of everybody enjoys to be quite honest Karen is living for this
0: well yeah no as obviously. well as it's it's
1: not straight up gaslighting they they're not doing it to like make her feel you know uncomfortable Unsafe. in her own yeah they're yeah. like they know that she's gonna basically do a Karen on it she thrives on this yeah. yeah it's fine it's what keeps her going also they're not
0: very good at it because the note mm-hmm. from the ghost of old Ben Brewer has the Stony Brook High School logo on the back
1: yes <laughs> this is this is a rookie mistake this is amateur yeah. stuff <laughs> you could you could put this stuff by like past maybe Claudia but Jesse, no
3: no yeah. Jesse knows this
1: notices yeah. this right away you're lucky Mallory wasn't in the house You'd be in the paper, Sam. Yeah. Okay. Then Mrs.
0: Brewer walks home into the chaos and goes, I wonder how another child would fit into all this. And Christy's (laughs) like, what do you mean? And she shrugs vaguely and says no more
2: on the subject. Yeah. I also like that Christy is mystified and that Jesse, like, doesn't rat uh, Sam out to her at all.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She just, um... (laughs) She gives the notes to Sam and she's like, yeah, thank you. Yeah.
2: I like, I like to think she gives them a significant look. <laughs> Definitely. And Sam is just like, oh shit, I was caught by an 11 year old. Yeah. <laughs> I need to up my game.
0: And then Christy is like, this all has to go in the notebook. Everybody needs to know about this. <laughs> um,
1: There is a bit where they're like debating whether to go upstairs to investigate. Yeah. Um, And uh, Jesse's like, look. We don't have to, you know, we don't, we don't have to deal with this. We could just go back downstairs. And Karen is like, no, we can't let a ghost rule our lives. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, that is very inspirational. Yes. Um, you know? <laughs> and also, yeah. Karen totally wants, wants in on whatever the, the, oh, the yeah. ranks are that's going on upstairs. <laughs> She's so dumb.
0: Karen, no more, no less than the big girls is living for the drama. Oh Karen, yeah. Like, yeah, this is, this is food and drink to her. Karen is
1: always like she's kind of all the babysitters rolled into one but extra <laughs> yes like that—that that is the character that she is yeah. um and i thought that when i was reading the books as a younger person as well like um that that's what that what's going on she's just anna martin having more fun
0: yeah
3: <laughs> not yes. having to
1: spit out all the personality traits into a single individual
0: yeah karen is uh... everyone uh, meanwhile in California, Dawn is having another relaxing meeting of the We Love Kids Club. Um, Sunny is planting a bunch of spider plants while they're having their meeting. Christy wouldn't stand for that. <laughs> um, they have guacamole and crudités instead of ring dings as a snack. Uh, Dawn is radiantly happy. The girls are putting together a recipe file for healthy recipes they can make with the kids because that's literally all anyone gets up to in California, apparently, is just eating healthy snacks. And at this point, Dawn starts to think that maybe she likes it so much here that maybe she actually just wants to stay. Um, And she's kind of freaked out by the thought of this and sort of excited and she kind of panics and runs home um
1: but she has a lot to think about they try to entice her to stay with spinach lasagna and everyone's (laughs) like like no i must forgo the spinach lasagna for i have important life decisions to make (laughs) and then she sprints home
0: (laughs) that's how you know it's an emergency Mm -hmm. i mean dawn flees home from the tempting spinach lasagna and Mm. uh returns to uh the, the beautiful calm well-kept oasis that is her dad's house under the supervision of mrs bruin Mm
3: -hmm. they have
0: wonderful dinner they eat in a beautiful clean dining room at a table with a tablecloth and flowers everything is arranged nicely everything is organized there's cold juice in a nice pitcher it's very idyllic and very expensive because you know that standard of domestic labor uh is genuine labor and it costs money and that's why you pay someone to do it And Dawn admits to her dad that she's thinking of staying and Jeff is uh, extremely excited, obviously. And her dad sort of says that she can, but she has to decide and they can't sort of figure it out for her, but that they can make it work if she wants to. So she makes a pro and con list and she then tries to call Marianne to like talk it over with her uh hilariously sits down uh to talk on the landline with her address book to like look up Marianne's number
3: mm-hmm. yeah
0: she
2: looked up Marianne's number i also don't believe that because like i have my best friends number memorized
0: she's definitely memorized yeah. Marianne's number but anyway i i i feel like she's maybe doing it for the the aesthetic of sitting down to make an important call as you pull out your address book and you run your finger over to the right number and you know (laughs) she's she's trying to set a mood here but Marianne's gone out and there's no answer (laughs) and she can't call her mom because she doesn't want to upset her mom and she's wondering if her mom is uh
1: out on a date with the trip man (laughs) Yeah, so in this book, we've been, um, instead of getting excerpts from The Babysitter's Notebook, uh, mm-hmm. which, um, can I just say, have been showing up about an inch square on my Kindle. No, same. It's almost illegible. For God's sake, I I I grow up, I learn how to read your fucking cursive, <laughs> and then I can't read it again, <laughs>
2: because of the way you displayed it. Like, I think what I need to do, honestly, is stop reading it on my damn phone, but yeah. Oh, okay. yeah it's yeah well it's not
1: much more legible on a kindle which is what it's supposed to say i can read it on my ipad it's got a big screen yeah because <laughs> it's like
0: it's this big on the ipad so. oh
1: that's still really small um that no like be literally in the last book in the last book it was like oh yeah no like i couldn't even try it in the last <laughs> book um, yeah sorry anyway in, in this book instead of getting excerpts from the notebook we've been getting um letters to dawn which yeah which is you know a nice touch they're they're all epistolary novels guys i love that <laughs> yeah um uh but dawn's mother writes her letter and at one point it's mostly dawn writing yeah to and yeah. from the girls but um she she's like oh hey honey i miss you uh i have gone out on a date uh on a with with the trip with not with the trip Anne. i'm going <laughs> out on a date with trip to a lecture on humor and i was like sharon <laughs> yes. you were yanking dawn's chain you <laughs> nobody would do that uh you were just trying to get her to come home in fear that you will like commit yourself to something to this because guy
2: who... yeah i also like John's taking mm-hmm. it like that yeah he would go to a lecture on humor rather than having a sense of it
1: <laughs>
2: yeah
0: they've gone to a, a chamber concert a wine tasting and a lecture on humor they're, they're basically just being what the fuck as boring as is humanly possible
2: i have to say though i would go to a lecture on humor i like mm-hmm. you know I mean, I would too. I like talks on the nuts and bolts of how things work that I've not really had to think about before. But would also... you go with Trip? No, I wouldn't go with Trip. Well, I would if he was <laughs> the only person I knew who wanted to go to the lecture on humour with me, I guess. I, would... I don't know. He's conservative. A small c, conservative. He's also a mansplainer, as we've... Like, and wears, like... Oh, yeah, know? he really is. No, I wouldn't go anywhere with Trip, I guess. But um, Who's the
1: I... closest I person that we know to Trip? I don't think we have any acquaintances in common i
0: think anyone we ever knew who was like trip we have long since excised from our social circles yeah Yeah. he would
1: have been there accidentally because we were in school or college with him yeah i think basically pretty much yeah
0: oh wait no i figured out the trip whose trip (laughs) start cut here
1: So that was the whole thing.
0: Yeah. He's the closest we ever came to having a trip man
1: in our lives. Fair. <laughs> he would wear a, p- a pink polo shirt with a crocodile on it and horn-rimmed glasses. <laughs> and tell you that you should lock your wall. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, anyway, we have to assume that either she's she's having a go at Dawn or the dating scene is extremely restricted in Stony Brook. I suppose if you don't want to mar- like go out with
2: people who are already married. like you know. yeah, I, I actually think Trip would probably be deeply uncomfortable <laughs> at those parties. Like, yeah, what what's Richard Spear doing?
1: Did they fall out again?
0: She just says that things have cooled off between them. Uh, but we never get any real details on Thank it. Like Thank Netflix,
2: for providing us with information and details about that. Yeah, Netflix <laughs> yes. massively,
0: like, fleshed that out and was much better for it. But, like, now it's just totally vague. Her mama's just non-specifically not seeing much of him.
2: I think that kind of works because, like... There is not really any healthy way a 13-year-old knows the details mm. of how her mother's relationship is failing to work.
0: No, that's true. Mm. Like, she shouldn't, and it would be weird. But yeah. as adults reading these books, mm. we want all the juicy We want details. to know. Yeah.
1: Also, I mean, Dawn has a tendency to try and manage Sharon, yeah. which Sharon may be okay with when it's like, put your shoes away, but probably is like i'll just keep her in the dark (laughs) absolutely (laughs) yeah. we're talking about men no she's not gonna have the password to my tinder
2: (laughs) i think i think yeah i think sharon is you know yeah she's like there's a line i know i lean on dawn more than i probably should Mm -hmm. but she's not my bff she's my little girl
0: Yeah. yeah they're they're not having brunch and talking about men
3: no Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, we also got another chapter of the usual pike bullshit. Um, (laughs) The triplets are being dicks again, they're playing frisbee Uh. in the yard, and they'll only let Nikki participate by going over to pick up the frisbee when it goes too far. Um, (sighs) Meanwhile, the pike girls are having a pajama day, and uh, it's like, oh, the pikes, they're so free and easy, they don't believe in rules. Apparently they just also don't believe in like teaching their kids basic decency and empathy, but that's just me. I guess I'm a real rule focused parent. I make my kid be nice to other kids.
3: <laughs>
0: but uh, Nikki goes Nikki goes off to hide in the secret passage and Christy comes to get him, and they hang out and they talk about how much they missed Dawn.
1: Yeah. This whole thing I feel is a little bit over emphasized in that like, Nikki and Dawn had that connection in one book previously. Yeah. Never been yeah. mentioned again. Yeah. Not subsequently. And now he's like, oh, I can't wait till she comes home. Yeah. Like, does she have, does she regularly sit for them? It seems to be a pretty good mix of all the babysitters who, um, and like, he's he's allowed into the, the onto her premises so that he can hide out in the secret passage. Like Yeah that's a separate
2: thing. Nikki and Dawn have never been portrayed as having any kind of close relationship other than the fact that she realized why he was hiding in the, that it it was him who was hiding in the secret passage. There's been no hint of this up to date. We
0: haven't seen them hang out in the interim.
2: No. Um,
1: yeah, and I, I feel a bit bad for Nicky, to be quite honest, because he's being used as the poster child for Stony Brook Mrs. Dawn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: like, yeah. I think they realised Dawn didn't really have a bond with a, any particular a specific kid, so. child. Okay, she and Nicky are besties now. It's fine.
1: Like I would believe it of like the Perkins girls, you know? Um, yeah. Who we've seen her sit for probably more often and stuff. Like yeah, um, yeah. Or the Barratts. Yeah. Or the Barretts, yeah, who she sat yes, for regularly, so she raised for a while. I mean, yeah, maybe they wanted to avoid that whole situation. <laughs> yeah, since we know that Mrs. Barrett hasn't improved like all that much, so she's improved, but but
0: if someone sent Dawn a letter saying the Barretts really miss you, that might be an incentive for her to stay in California. Yes, that's yeah. true. The Barretts really want to draw you back into their dysfunctional family.
1: <laughs> oh man, it's like someone trying to find the Charlotte Johansson.
0: Yes, yeah, like exactly. She doesn't role. have a Charlotte Johansson, she, so... She doesn't have one, yeah. yeah.
1: No, so, and it just doesn't work. Oh, awkward.
0: No. So yeah, back in California, Dawn is continuing to agonize over this. Uh, she's worried that in her absence, the trip man might move into the farmhouse. And she's like, <laughs> fuck that, that's our house.
1: He's just sitting downstairs eating, like, yogurt with wheat germ and I'm like, ah, hello Dawn, you have returned from your sojourn <laughs> in Anaheim. <laughs>
0: I am your new father.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. I have plastered over the secret passage, so you don't have to worry about that anymore. (laughs) Also,
0: we're all going to a chamber concert.
2: (laughs) And then we're playing
1: golf.
0: (laughs) You're welcome.
2: We have redecorated the house. The paint is Magnolia. (laughs)
0: Ah! (laughs) I kind of want this fanfic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you can have it. (laughs)
0: Don Dawn uh, gets a postcard from Jessie, who has gone back to visit her old neighborhood in New Jersey and seen all her families and family and friends there. Um, and Dawn is like, oh, yeah, it's just like me coming back to California to see my family and friends. <laughs> Although, of course, Jessie went back to a neighborhood where everyone is black and I went back to a neighborhood where everyone is blonde.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> did we need that distinction <laughs> right. also like can we have that book Does yeah. it ever occur? because Jessie's old neighbourhood is not that far away like she absolutely could go and visit it given that we've established it's about an hour on the train like so
0: yeah now we get to hear about Dawn going to the blonde convention <laughs> like even Dawn has realised how creepy and airy in her life is <laughs> She then says that the Babysitters Club is like an advertisement for the UN because they have two non-white members.
2: Yeah, like yeah. Cameroon
0: tits. You're not that diverse.
2: It's fine. Yeah, no, I have tagged that as middle-class Americans mostly white. The <laughs> yep. UN, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, what's uh, what's the power structure like in the UN? Like, I I don't believe it's run by a Christy Tom a Christie Thomas equivalent. As far as I'm the, aware, I mean that's probably for the best. Like,
0: <laughs> yes, know. definitely. So yeah, Don um Don is continuing to agonise over her like, decision, dither basically. Uh, Sonny once points out that on her pro and con list, there's way more pros for California, but Don mm. is like wondering if the pros in Connecticut are better. Basically, <laughs> um, and her dad is sort of her dad is pushing her for a decision which is kind of Mm. nonsensical because like she could go back to her mom's and then continue to think it over for a few more weeks and then decide.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's bizarre that they were like, well, we, you can't go back to uh, Connecticut and then come back here to live. You must decide now on holiday.
0: Like you either have to decide (laughs) now and stay or like the ship has sailed forever, which is,
2: Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. It doesn't really make sense at all.
1: No. Um, Yeah. The scene where Sunny she brings over her pro and con list to Sonny's house and Sunny goes through it, like, unasked, is <laughs> yeah. quite interesting. Um, so, like, Sunny should probably also calm her tits as you. Yeah. <laughs> <is>. um, <laughs> yeah. But it is, it is a decision making technique whereby you're like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Could it be A or could it be B? I don't know. And you get a, a another person to just be like, okay, well, arbitrarily it's B. Yeah. And then you go, oh, hmm, I'm not sure about B now. Yeah. Now that you say it, like you get somebody else to do it for you. I don't think that's what Sunny is intending to do. She's no. really giving Dawn the hard sell <laughs> yeah. about how, like, she wants her best friend back. Yeah. Clearly. Like, yeah, your dad and Jeff are just as good as your mom. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. And Dawn is like, that's not how um, people work. <laughs> not really, no. <laughs>
2: yeah, no. And, and it ended up, yeah, inadvertently, um, Sonny ended up inadvertently doing the thing where she was like, Mm. "Well, choose this one then. And Dawn went, actually, I hate that one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So Sonny and Dawn's dad are like, you need to choose right now and choose here. And she's like, okay, so I'm going back to Connecticut. Yep. Bye. Thanks.
2: (laughs) Thanks for all the clarification.
0: Yeah. See you in six months. So she's been agonizing over it and having a lovely time and again there's this lovely idyllic description of like hanging out in the backyard playing cards and it's sunny and the she can Mm. smell the neighbor's barbecue and it's really nice and then then she just very abruptly is like no i'm going to connecticut Mm -hmm. so fair enough i guess uh jeff's very upset um
3: Mm. her dad
0: is like well you know i'm disappointed but i understand and it's fine um she tells her mom the whole story that she was thinking of staying in California and her mom was like, Yes, I totally knew you would do that, and I'm really glad you didn't. And Dawn's like, How dare you have figured out I was gonna do this before I knew I was
2: gonna do this? <laughs> yeah. Dawn is so mad about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I get a little hint of, like, I'm embarrassed that I was so transparent. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to decide that this is embarrassing.
0: <laughs> yeah. They have a final meeting of the We Love Kids Club, at which they have fresh pineapple wedges, zucchini bread, and carrot cake. Come on. Again, my like, carrot cake is not a health food. It's just got carrot in it, but it's still cake. It's cake. Like... It's
2: very much cake.
0: Yeah. Also, and... it, it's the worst cake, if you ask me. But... Of all of
2: that i like the pineapple the best
0: oh yeah i'd be all over that Mm.
2: it's like
1: what things sound like snacks but also incorporate vegetables yeah basically (laughs) yeah yeah remember a friend of ours being like oh yeah i had to like i've i've got really good at hiding vegetables and things so that my kids will eat it i've even got them to eat fudge that has pumpkin in it like it's fudge (laughs) that is not it's 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 not a solution
2: like nothing
1: yeah and it's probably got like an extremely tiny proportion of pumpkin compared to and and, and, you No, this is it's not how you get your kids to eat vegetables no fudge is not the way
0: how you do it is you bombard them with the kids can cook naturally book as approved by the wheel of kids club (laughs)
1: and a copy of the club recipe file I'm, I'm not putting myself forward as a person who is an expert at getting kids to eat vegetables because <laughs> let me just be honest with you i have some kids <laughs> well one of them eats some vegetables um and i think the thing is if you have to mind the kids for three hours uh, as opposed to for their whole lives you could probably persuade them to cook some vegetables with you Um, But whether or not they are then going to eat said vegetables is another question. So I think, I don't think this is a, like, I have no problems with them having a recipe file.
0: (laughs) I think these California kids that they're babysitting are all kids who would eat these vegetables all the time anyway, because they live in California. And it just works out fine that this is their favorite babysitting activity. This is
1: fictional California, right? I,
2: I think also... These kids have never been served anything more processed than like roasted avocado. So yeah.
0: <laughs> they they just don't know that like ringdings exist.
2: They've never had a Twinkie.
1: But Don's neighbours are barbecuing something. Yes.
0: Grilled fish. Grilled fish. I mean, I love barbecue grilled fish. It's delightful.
2: But <laughs> But like, I would like look- you now to imagine Karen serving it to your children. I one of them would at least have a go, but yeah. see the
1: other one would act like I was literally playing like, poison <laughs> he would he would be on the phone to chop again
0: Don says her goodbyes uh Jeff is still upset that she's leaving, but she promises that she'll be back to visit, and it's all fine. uh she gets on the plane. they get delayed <laughs> in the airport because Jeff has a jackknife in his pocket um.
1: Why have a, a
0: large knife with you? Because <laughs> he's a boy. He's, he's you know, boys got to do boy stuff and boy stuff mysteriously involves knives.
1: Knives and apparently looking after babies.
2: Yeah. Knives And some babies in space.
0: <laughs> knives and babysitting. That's modern masculinity.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ooh. if my experience involving the tiny screwdriver in your glasses repair kit is anything to go by, Jeff's never seen that jackknife again. No, it sure isn't.
0: (laughs) No, definitely not. I got a really fancy screwdriver confiscated
3: uh,
0: off me in the airport. I had it in my handbag. It belonged to my dad. It had cost a lot of money. Um, And they were like, why do you have a screwdriver in your handbag? (laughs) It was very embarrassing. My dad was not happy
2: to have lost his good screwdriver. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, Yeah, no, actually, every time I had my glasses repair kit taken off me, you know, the one with the, like, centimeter-long screwdriver. Yep. Yeah. My, my They would never take it off me in Dublin. They didn't care. But then coming back from England, they would take it off me there. And my, my take on it was always, like, if I could hold up the airplane with this, I'd deserve the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly. Like, you know... Jesus. Yeah,
0: I think some people just enjoy the power, basically. Yeah, I there. think so.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: So, yes, Jeff almost causes a security <laughs> incident, but Don eventually makes it onto the plane and has the terrifying Cupid doll air hostess again. <laughs> so she just fucking gets up and changes section on the plane, which... I I was very impressed by that. I would not now have the nerve to do that. No, someone might
2: shout at me for being in the wrong seat.
0: Exactly. Like, particularly if it was just because I didn't like the air hostess. Like, if if there was a small fire going on next to my assigned seat, I might, <laughs> in that case, maybe <laughs> screw up the courage to move. But, like, not for just a clash of personalities. But, uh, yeah, she has a great time. She gets all her snacks and blankets and pillows and everything. From
2: a normal air hostess. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who can do her job?
0: Yes, and then she watches a babysitting teen movie on the plane because, of course, she does. Is Adventures in Babysitting
2: actually about babysitting?
0: It it is, yes. Okay, Uh, but I think it's like a teen comedy about a wacky night of babysitting gone wrong.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, because I encountered it previously in the Dionia House. Um. Oh,
0: the, the the horror
1: story. The the like internet kind of multi-text horror story which is oh, yeah. really interesting but
3: um, that was amazing. not
1: the yeah <laughs> uh i was like oh god is it so sinister it's the name of the blog that one of the babysitters oh. when she, before she gets devoured by the house
0: yes <laughs> where she's babysitting yeah oh yes yeah no adventures in babysitting is is actually about a babysitter okay <laughs> um she brings her mom some of the good avocados. The good shit. Uh, the babysitter's club comes to meet her at the airport and it's great. Everybody's mm-hmm. happy. Yes. And that's the, that's the end of the book. And yeah, I we all agreed, I think, that this book was pretty low on plot per se, but it was just a very enjoyable, relaxing read. It was restful.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there yeah. was just a lot
0: of like people having fun in nice, sunny weather and just enjoying each other's company and it was just very in February of a pandemic
2: lockdown that's what Mm. you need
0: yeah it was a real antidote it was just it was very very relaxing and pleasant to read (laughs) yeah Yeah, but now we all want to go on holiday
1: so much yeah we probably would have done anyway because it is that time of year
0: yeah but particularly now it's like I want to go on a plane and I want to go to a beach and I want to eat outdoors Mm. because it's warm and sunny, not because the restaurants are quarantined. And (laughs) yeah, Yeah. I just want to like relax on the sea. I I want to relax on the beach and I don't even mind if someone throws a crab at me. Like, it's all
1: good. (laughs) Which is a thing that happened in the book, by the way. I don't know if we raised this. (laughs) No, it
2: was not just my random go-to example. Jeff, at one stage, put a small crab on Dawn. It's it's that, you know. (laughs) It wasn't dramatic or interesting. But yeah, no, No. I too would gladly have a crab thrown at me. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like Esther doesn't mind if she gets crabs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I draw the line at that. I think (laughs) if my only choices are staying home, and getting crabs, I'm probably happy enough to stay
2: home. Well, but fortunately, I don't mind- you don't live in Stony Brook, so your social life has options that don't involve that risk. <laughs> oh man, the whole
1: town would just get <laughs> oh god, <laughs> like, it would be the whole place. And the <laughs> the one doctor who probably is also everyone's pediatrician would be like, "Yeah, yeah, I know what you were all up to. You were at the McGill's on Thursday night. I don't want to hear any more about it."
0: One person comes in with crabs. I'm just gonna. Set aside a block of time tomorrow to deal with everybody else.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little notice in the paper. If you have got crabs, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know how you got it. I won't judge you. It's fine.
1: There will be a
2: special clinic. I mean, yes. the doctor lives in Stony Brook, which means that the doctor
3: probably participates.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, good then. The doctor can give everyone some like lectures and tips on you know safety and hygiene. Yeah, <laughs> it's important. You want a doctor at your orgy.
1: (laughs) Make them turn around so they have deniability.
0: (laughs) So yeah, okay. I would like to go on a holiday and catch one, one crab.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not plural crabs.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I just like to go on a holiday. Yeah. So much. I want, this experience like it's not even just that she goes somewhere it's partly that she goes somewhere but also she just has a really nice time it's just nice to see someone having such a good time yeah and just like enjoying the sunshine I miss sunshine
1: it's lovely yeah this is how I envisage holidays and often how I recollect them but it's not actually always what holidays are like yes (laughs) and do you know there is some research that says you have more fun planning the holiday than actually going on it yeah. Um, which I totally, 100% believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I'm going to be getting way, and it's going to be such a big change of scene and it'll be delightful and I don't actually have to deal with, how the fuck am I getting to this hotel from like, from the airport? Like yeah. I have some plan for this bit. It's
0: like the platonic ideal of a holiday. Um, yes. So rarely how holidays actually turn out.
2: I mean, to be honest, the real trick is that you um you, you go on a holiday in a resort that has a pool and you don't actually bother doing anything (laughs) except the first night you find a restaurant that does decent food and that's where you go. (laughs) Um, And that, if you really feel adventurous one day you can take a stroll to a thing but basically Mm -hmm. you don't worry about planning anything or having a timetable. You just chill and your bag is 75% books. Yes. And that's how you have a holiday. You (laughs) sit beside a pool you read books oh and it's sunny holiday. and warm and nice and if you get too hot you get in the pool and then you get out of the pool <laughs> and also you eat a lot of watermelon that you buy in like the yes. corner shop
0: and it's so cheap
2: it's so so cheap and it's so nice
0: yes mm. god i cannot wait
2: mm. yeah so
0: this book had no fashion
2: no outfits at yeah. all
0: no no just bikinis and
1: sundresses there's a handbag
0: there's a handbag there is um, John gets a hand-woven handbag made by yes. Mrs. Austin <laughs> in the colours of sunshine. It does
2: not feature hot pink. No. It actually sounds lovely, though. Reds and golds. It does.
0: Yeah. Mm. It sounds very tasteful. Uh, nobody is terrible in this, except for the no. triplets, who are always yeah. terrible. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the only time the triplets ever get any personality is actually in the whole pirate sequence, yeah. on the, yeah. um, in which they're obsessed and fanatical, but not actually assholes.
2: Yeah. That's it. And I think we get like a weird hint that dawn's dad may have been kind of terrible by, like, you know. I think a lot of the marriage problems might have been solvable by hiring a housekeeper, and he didn't do that until after the divorce. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's, but there was probably more going on than just. They it, it probably had got to bed eating cracker stage anyway. Probably. so yeah.
1: If I was writing like the novel based on the Stony Brook adults. Mm -hmm. which would be a whole different kind of it'd be like wally lamb kind of territory instead um i think that dawn's mom the fact that she flew straight home to live in the town with her um Mm. judgy parents is and is now dating trip who is like objectively terrible Mm yeah has some it's not that she herself is classist but she that she can't really escape from all this stuff that's going on
0: yeah. yeah, is isn't he like the son of her parents' friends as well?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like the fact that she is doing that makes me think that there's a there's complexities yeah. going on there that she will eventually resolve we know, thankfully, yes. by marrying her, you know, rags to riches boyfriend <laughs> from her childhood. Yes. Uh which is the way it was always meant to be. In which case we would only have one of Dawn or Marianne, but let's not talk about that. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think there is I think there is more psychological complexity going on there.
0: Probably, yes.
1: You know, the fact, yeah, that, like, Dawn's dad is clearly quite well off, too.
0: Yeah, if he can hire a housekeeper and take everyone to Disneyland all the time. And
1: it does sound like a fancy house and all. It, it so, does sound um, quite, yeah. yeah. He's not, he's not, like, broke or anything.
2: He ain't struggling to pay, yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, no way. Like, that's far from it.
1: But I think there's, it's probably more than just, she's messy, like. Probably, yes. <laughs> no, it probably is. I and, just, Dawn's perception that that's what the issue is, is probably also to do with her taking after the... Well, I suppose the dad can't keep the house for himself, so he mustn't be the tidy one. So I don't know where Mm. she gets that from.
2: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm going. It does make Mm. him seem kind of hypocritical. Like, I
1: Mm.
2: was expecting to see him be this really organised, like, Mm. homemaker, even with a job. And no, he's not.
0: Yeah, like, he still likes tidiness, but he's not actually prepared to make the tidiness happen with his own two hands
2: like so, i like tidiness mm-hmm. but you don't look at my bedroom yeah i think the netflix show sidestepped
1: many things when they were like let's just make them gay yeah <laughs> i think that was clever mm-hmm. yeah
0: nobody has to be the bad guy in that situation mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. nope they're just yeah it's fine mm-hmm. so yeah there was minimal terribleness there wasn't zero mm-hmm. terribleness but very there little were, yeah much less than many previous books uh did we learn any life lessons your
2: stewardess is terrible change seats
0: yes don't bring a jackknife to the airport
3: Mm. Mm -hmm. oh
1: and uh thoroughly plan your trip to disney world in advance yes yeah
0: because there's a lot of good things it's so good there's so many amazing activities and you're gonna want to do them all but You know, you'll have even more fun if you plan it carefully and don't overextend yourself. And then you can enjoy some excellent food at one of the many restaurants.
1: And make sure you buy enough Mickey Mouse ears for all your friends. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh. (laughs) Because they will definitely want them for some reason, despite having not been there. Totally. It will definitely Mm -hmm. be useful
2: and not just take up space. (laughs) I think the main lesson I'm going to take for all this is podcasters need a holiday we need a holiday oh my god we need a holiday
0: <laughs> yeah my boss in indonesia said he had his card details stolen once but the bank rang him up because someone had used to buy a combine harvester in vietnam <laughs> and they're like we think this isn't you he's like yeah you think right
2: yeah i'd never go with john deere i'm a <laughs> <man. Yeah. laughs>